This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spook. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. Man, you're coming in hot today. Yeah, you see me just flip. You like turned around a corner. You're sitting still, but you turned around a corner. Yeah, for the listeners at home, I was in a different room and I ran to the mic to introduce myself. Yeah, but it was weird because you started talking sitting down and then you just left and came back. Yeah. Woo, lightning. Man, that gym's really paying off, eh? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, a little bit of an update because I, I know that we've mentioned that I'm becoming the new Liver King over the mm. last while here. And I yeah. have been uh, juicing a lot, getting right. steroids in, mm -hmm. you know. Um, they don't talk about the shrinkage enough. Mm. Yeah, it's getting bad. Did you, buy, did you buy anti steroids by mistake? <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you're just getting smaller and smaller muscles oh i was talking turning about into a little elsewhere oh uh, yeah <laughs> you're just turning into a little tom thumb <laughs> yeah you notice that my muscles have been just been going away yeah. i notice you're about three feet tall right now yeah i i walk around uh with like noodle legs and then my um my arms always look like uh Popeye's girlfriend when she's in trouble. Olive oil there. Yeah. yeah. The nice thing about it is your dinger stays the same size, so it looks like it's getting bigger. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there we go. Pretty good. Well, it's not all about my my Johnson today, Damien. Mm. It's about our guest here, which I love even more than my Johnson. Oh. It's wow. the great comedian. Joel Edmiston's here. Hey, what's up? It's me, Joel Edmiston, back from the dead. Whoa, you were dead? been a long time uh, since you've been on the pod yeah that's what i meant yeah. um how the hell are you guys good how are you how do you feel about uh cody loving you more than his uh dinger um well i guess it it seems healthy if you were mm. to love your penis more than one of your one of your friends it'd be a little strange i don't know it, self love's important too joel i guess so but if he did love his penis more than me <laughs> I'd like yeah. him to keep it to himself. That's true. <laughs> I feel like that's something that you don't necessarily want to know. Yeah. yeah. Would that hurt your feelings? <laughs> it wouldn't hurt my feelings, but it, it would be a strange thing to tell me. I mean, who are <laughs> just you? Just like, I'm like leaving your apartment after a nice hangout. And you're like, hey, Joel, just so you know, uh, I love you, but I love my penis more. <laughs> well, I mean, who are you closer to than your penis? 
Well, I I don't, I don't I don't exactly know. personify my own penis. I, I I've never given it a name. Mm. I don't I don't use pronouns to refer to my. Well, I guess I do use oh, it pronouns. Oh. Um, but uh, like I don't use like he him pronouns to to address my penis. Mm-hmm. Right. You can't like uh, fault me though for mentioning it on your way out because it's hard to bring up in like casual conversation. Yeah. yeah so if it was the best time to do it. If we if we were strapping in for a long hang and it was the first thing you said to me. I, 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 it'd be a lot to unpack. Yeah. I, I, if I said it to you right before we popped in my Blu ray copy of Xanadu. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, you know, that, I guess that's kind of the perfect elixir to that movie. <laughs> yeah. Cause there's a lot, there, there's sequences in that movie that might cause the people watching it to turn to each other and say, Hey, want to have a conversation <laughs> instead of watching this movie? Right, that's fair. <laughs> Do you feel like you would have to compete for his love after that? Or would you? Oh, just I'd, be, be like... I'd be so jealous of his penis. <laughs> oh my God. It'd be, it'd be like that. Uh, Tom Hardy, Chris Pine movie. This mm. means war. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Joel, since it's been a while uh, since you've been on, we know that you've been watching uh, This Means War. <laughs> oh, constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you have a uh, a regular comedy show every Monday, uh, mm-hmm. long weekend comedy, right? Yeah. Yeah. In Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And then also we have a podcast together called Merge Boot that uh, we've we started back the last uh, couple of weeks. But mm-hmm. next week is the big one, or I guess in a couple of days when you're listening to this, because Survivor yeah. is premiering. So it's a Survivor it's podcast back. with Joel and I. Uh, yeah. So it's a good time for you to come back onto the podcast. But mm. since it's been a while, mm-hmm. we got to know about this uh, ghost situation. I know that you've been a believer in ghosts in the past uh, uh, coming on. Has anything I will, changed? I, I will say I don't I don't think I've ever referred to myself as a believer in ghosts, but I'm open to believing in ghosts. Like, I don't believe ghost stories. Right. Right. But it, I am open to the thought that things might things beyond us might be going on. So there you go. Cody misrepresenting you right no, off the bat. I think that if you were to go back and listen to an episode I literally with James listened listened to the first episode I ever was on recently. Mm-hmm. I went back and listened to an episode where Mark Hallworth was co-hosting with you guys. And I say pretty much Exactly what I just said is that I don't I I don't believe in like the ghosts of Casaloma, but I believe if if a scientist told me, hey, I just found out this thing. Here are all the facts. I'd be like, okay, And I believe that that maybe someday and maybe not in our lifetime that they we will be like a scientist might have a have a compelling hypothesis on what the afterlife looks like. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm thinking specifically about an episode where you guest hosted with James here, and there was mm. a clear divide at the table with us on the same right. side, which doesn't no, happen all the time. Well, no, I think there is a divide, especially between me and Damien, and me and James, and you and Damien, and you and James, that mm-hmm. they are close-minded to the thought of anything <laughs> like this. I don't know. I think I'm more on the way you are, Joel, and I've said this many a times. I don't believe any of these things, but I'm saying if there was... um 
actual evidence of these things to happen, I would believe them. The fact is that there isn't, and I don't think that there's going to be. But Joel but, thinks it's coming. I, but I, the, yeah. the way that it works is that if if there is something that is replicable and able to actually quantify, then yes, I will believe it. But right. until that time, I don't. I don't. And I, I think with me, I think I'm more open to it in the way that I in like my first thought is usually like oh something supernatural going on my second thought is no <laughs> stop thinking no that's not true you know yeah. like uh, like uh, i i will go to oh i'm i'm feeling depressed and anxious right now uh a, a, a an alien or a vampire is inside my brain Maybe right an now an alien vampire yeah so nothing since you've been on has uh, obviously swayed you. You haven't had any uh, haunting experiences, any paranormal experiences, or anything just scary, Joel. No, I nothing. Nothing has happened other than spouts of depression and anxiety that have made me think that maybe ghosts are inside <laughs> of my brain. That's mm. that is scary. Yeah. Mm. But you're like a big uh, horror movie fan. Do you think that liking we we say moi. Do you think being more open to ghosts helps your horror movie fandom? No, I think um I think that no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't watch horror movies thinking this could happen to me, really. And right. and the horror movies that I feel like this could happen to me are the ones I kind of stay away from. Um yeah. Could, do, you, but, do you think if you were a doctor studying depression and then you found out it was just ghosts, you'd be really mad? <laughs> well, oh, like, it, it, it may. Uh, just fucking ghosts? You wasted my life. Well, yeah, because you, you'd you'd get a paranormal investigator in there instead. Dan Aykroyd <laughs> doing, his, some, doing a job for you. Some asshole with some shit he bought off of Amazon <laughs> claiming to be an expert. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if you were like a psychologist that didn't found that out, then you would probably slip into a depression and be more open to having a ghost in your brain. And then you oh, would be infected true. too. And then you'd be fucked. Yeah. Wow. The one thing you were trying to stop, you let it get you because of the supernatural. Yeah. That's why I saying uh, paranormal stuff is toxic. Thank God BetterHelp isn't our sponsor this week. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, hucksters. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I, I agree with you, Damien, that I think the Estelle Warren and uh, whatever her husband was of the world are uh, full of shit. Mm -hmm. The Long Island mediums of the world. <laughs> I don't think they're savory characters, though. I do like the Conjuring movies. Yeah, the movies are fun, but the people yeah. are trash. Yeah. The real life people. Yeah, and those movies really Not the like actors. The, the, <laughs> the conjuring movies, if I could do an aside on them. Mm -hmm. Like Estelle and whatever the husband's name is, Warren, are like angels among yeah. shitty people in all those movies. Well, to be they're fair, just such great people in those movies. The casting of Vera Farmiga and uh Patrick Wilson is um a casting that you can't turn against you you can't be upset likable. with them you yeah. have to like them well you don't mm -hmm. have to no they're too good they're it's not, not like the studio is going to come and kick the shit out of you if you don't like them <laughs> yeah but <laughs> i do... mean i dare you to not or will they i don't There's, know the studio head the head of warner brothers is standing <laughs> outside the theater and asks you if you cared about the characters and if you said no you know, they he have... <laughs> beats you to death with a bat <laughs> you know, they have those like fbi warnings at the beginning yeah. of like 
VHS copies and stuff. It says, if you don't like these characters, we will kill you. <laughs> you wouldn't not like a car. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you wouldn't not like a car. <laughs> like, you know that you wouldn't steal a car? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You wouldn't not like a car, so don't not like our characters. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joel... um, I've prepared some spooky would you rather's. If mm. I prepared, I've looked online. Yeah. Cody, do you remember uh in the height of quarantine, like the lockdowns, our Christmas episode of Merge Boot was us having several people on and giving them horny would you rather's? Yeah. Horny. Was, is this a horny list? It too? was insane. This one this one isn't. This one isn't. I en- is I encourage people to go back into the merge boot catalog and find our most unhinged episode. Not about Survivor at all. There, there's a lot of episodes of our podcast that aren't about Survivor at all. Especially it? during the lockdown, we we went absolutely psycho. <laughs> uh, I thought you were gonna bring up that I I just call you all the time and ask you scary would you rather. <laughs> no, you but you do that with your penis all the time. Mm. <laughs> Who you love more? Yeah. So the first one I have for you here. Um, Joel, is would you rather have a time machine that only goes forward in time or have a time machine that only goes back in time? And I guess the second question is, would you use it? Mm. You just have it, never use it? No, but you can only go forward or back, right? So you can't. Yeah. Mm. I guess if you go back, then you eventually you'll be back to where you not were. E- not exactly spooky. Um, well, it's pretty scary, yeah. Not really. It sounds convenient. Hmm. That's a good question. If you get my emotional side, you know, try and go to back in time to spend more time with the uh people who have left us. Mm. You know. Yeah. Uh that would be something I would do. Uh but the future is cool. I get to go in into time and ride on a hoverboard and find out all the sports, get a sports almanac. Right. And uh, you can't get... go back to use it. Wait. It so only goes oh, forward. I can't, only I forward can't... or only backwards. Yeah. Oh, so I can't ever come back to that's, present that's day. That's what makes it a little well, bit That's why scary. you'd want the backwards. You know, Joel was saying to spend time with relatives. I was thinking to get like a few more hours of sleep. True. Well, I mean, if you're going <laughs> if you're going backwards, though, you would read the sports almanac before you go. Yeah, you'd read the sports almanac or the winning numbers of the lottery. You'd go back 12 hours, buy your ticket, yeah. and then you'd win it the next day. But what if you changing one simple thing changes reality and then all of those sports teams then lose because of it? But because you're already in the future, it already would have happened. Well, think about that. Talk to Robert Zemeckis about this, okay? <laughs> I, I, you, I just glossed right over the when when we're talking about the implications of what happens during time travel. I'm like, well, I mean, if oh my the- god, we got to simplify this. We got to, we got to get this so the audience isn't asking these questions. You know, if you're in the future and you change something in the past, it already would have happened in the future because you did it in the past, right? So. So right, but, but let me ask you. <laughs> I, this. you know what? I watched Men in Black three last night. Yeah, speaking of time travel, not bad. That's a good one. It's not bad. It's not great, but it's fine. It's better than two. You're right. So if you're going 
well, yeah, it's better than two. Um, I yeah. watched two in theaters, and my I remember my mom loved the dog. Oh, what? Frank dog. the Pug? Yeah. They, they, like, make Frank the Pug third build in that movie. Like, That's he's so weird. He's, like, like, the main character, basically. Actually, they give him, in like, the poster, it says Will Smith, Frank the Pug. They bumped off Tommy Lee Jones. He's second build. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird that they picked everything that wasn't great about the first movie <laughs> and made that the star of this movie. Yeah, the worms are in it, Shaloub. I mean, all of those things are fun, are are great in the first movie, but yeah. we didn't need 20 minutes but each of those things. They're not the main focus of the movie. That's the thing, right? Yeah. Um yeah, but Frank the Pug sadly wasn't in 3 because in between the filming of 2 and 3, he went to the Oscars and he slapped the dog from the artist in the face (laughs) and he stopped getting work after that wow (laughs) so the he said keep my cat's name out of your fucking snout wait are you saying this dog owned a cat (laughs) his wife is a cat oh his wife is a cat because all dogs are uh trying to get pussy boys and all cats are girls That makes sense. I hope that's what gets you canceled. <laughs> Me saying that? Yeah. I literally have two male cats. Oh. Yeah. So oh, so you're allowed to they're, say that. They're staring at me right now. Like, what the fuck did you just say, man? They don't appreciate Oscar-based humor. Yeah. I, want to, I want to go back to this question, though, because if you're time traveling backwards, right? then you're the same age time traveling backwards and you can't go forward. So when you go back to present day, you're going to be older than when you left. Yeah. Is that not bad? I mean, it depends. Is it a quantum leap situation? Are you taking your own body when you go back in time? Yeah. So you're not seeing yourself. No, I think wherever you leave in the present is where you go and you'll come back. So you could probably see yourself there. Right. This is an interesting time machine. Right. So you're jumping into your own vessel. But then once you get to the point where you go back in time, the you that goes back in time will disappear and then you will continue from that point. Right. So you're still living the same amount of time. It's Mm. just that. And and as far as everyone else goes, you you were gone for like a second. I would be scared that I would have a moment in my life where I'm like, things are really shit right now. I'd rather live in the 70s. And then I've made the decision and then can't go back and I've made a huge mistake. That's the thing. If you're not doing like small jumps and you're going bigger than that, that's where the problems could be. But that's the same with the future. It's the same. You're problem, like, oh, right? fuck, I hate Nixon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could probably read up on it before you go anyway. Well, I know that we know some people that might have hosted this podcast that do things very impulsively. Ah. So if like someone like that had it, mm-hmm. he would be gone in a second and who knows where he would go. Yeah, as somebody who's been playing poker a lot lately, I don't trust myself with a time machine. <laughs> so I I feel like this would you rather, I would rather uh, not have both. I don't want that responsibility, and I don't think it's going to go well. It's not the would you rather, though. Okay, You got well, to pick one. If I had to pick one, I would pick the backwards yeah, one too. because it's a little less dangerous slightly. But you could use the future ones like, oh, I got to go to work. So you go into the future six hours or whatever until your shift's over. Problem solved. 
true. And then you're like, oh, I, I assume I did a good job. <laughs> well, no, you wouldn't have been there. I guess you would have been out of work. But then you're just shaving time off your life, right? No, your life is still oh, right. there. You're the same, you're the same the age. Backwards one, you'd be like <laughs> when you got back to present day, like and you took something over like a couple mm-hmm. hours or whatever, you'd slightly be older than you would. You would older. be older, but you're not taking time hey, off, you guys... out of your life because you're going back and spending that time coming up to the present, right? Do you guys want me to leave? <laughs> yeah, actually, I can, I can take off if you want. Yeah, I feel like uh, if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll All let right. you guys. Let's do I'll let you guys sort this out. <laughs> um. Okay, Joel. I'll get back to you here. Would you rather eat a fried snake or a sugared spider? <laughs> uh both of those sound good to me. To be mm. honest, I I would I I would try. I would. I've always wanted to eat a snake. Mm. The fried snake. Well, because of what? Uh, Water boy. I don't remember that scene. I think every movie I, I, they I believe just say it. They, they taste like chicken, right? Mm-hmm. Well, water I don't know. Boy, I they I would picture it's like roadkill and stuff like that right. throughout it. And like, right? I would eat, I would eat a, a fried snake probably just because I'm more craving savory food right now than. But if I was craving, if I if I had just eaten uh, a savory meal, I would probably would be craving something more likely to be craving something sweet like a dessert. So I would but go it's a with sugar candy spider. Flat. Yeah, I'd rather eat the fried snake. Yeah, like, am I ever craving like chocolate crickets or something? No. But but fuck it. Like, who who cares? I'm choosing between the two. I don't care about eating either one of them. I uh, would rather but, go with the dessert if I oh. was if it was after if I had just eaten a savory meal. But right now, I I, I haven't I haven't eaten since breakfast, which I woke up early this morning. So. I could go for a for a fried snake right now. <laughs> I would I would go fried snake. Well, mm. yeah, I think I would go the snake over the sugar. The sugared spider I'm picturing like just a normal spider that has spider. Like, outer sugar over it or something. Or like it's like candy. I'm picturing candy popcorn. I feel like it's probably like a big hairy tarantula dipped it, in dipped in icing sugar. Yeah, well, and actually the it's, hair it's, is they're not up. alive. If if the if the spider is alive, I'm going with the snake. <laughs> no, I don't. Think I it's can alive. assume if it's been fried, it's dead. But the spider, you can have a candied spider that's alive. My thing about eating the fried snake is that you're probably just eating the meat, right? But for a spider, you're eating everything—the vertebrae. Yeah. You, well, they don't it have wears vertebrae. Its, <laughs> it, it wears its uh, skeleton on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. You eat, but you're eating all its guts and shit and poop and all that stuff. Kind of like when you eat like an oyster, I guess. You do, you don't, don't expect. You don't expect the the ladies at the sweet shop to to scoop out the shit of the spider before they serve you candy spider? Nah, not even a little bit. Well, how about this one, Joel? Would you rather have scissors for fingers? Mm-hmm. A la or... a certain Tim Burton character. Mm-hmm. Or have pins growing out of your face and head. What was it? Hymns? Hymns. Hymns, yeah. Pins. Church hymns. <laughs> so am I a certain uh, leader of the Cenobites or am I a certain outcast? Um, Don't mention Christmas the actual time. names because we'll get sued. Yeah. I feel like the pins um, is inconvenient because you'll never lose your keys. So d- am I adopting the powers and mannerisms and personalities of these two characters or it's just no. I'm living like it's them? Just, you either have pins in your head or scissors for fingers. You might become more a little more mild mannered, like Eddie, or you might become more deranged and unhinged because you have scissors for hands, and you just start cutting oh. everything. 
I thought you were gonna. <laughs> I feel like both ad- address the 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 pinheaded individual. No, you have, you, no, no, no. You ever eat like hot wings and then you actually accidentally touch your ding dong? <laughs> no, I have of... not done that. I don't either, but it happens to people. When you, you do, you go to Wild Wings and jerk <laughs> off under the table after your meal. Yeah, no, you go to the me, bathroom, dipshit. And also, tell you me you had cir- to pee after drinking a beer. Tell me you're circumcised without tell me telling me you're circumcised. Well, if I had scissors for hands, I would be. <laughs> mm. Well, yeah, for sure. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I'm that saying people saying. make that mistake. No, I'm I'm just saying. Scissor I'm just saying. If you, you had a mad. If you had a foreskin protecting the tip of your penis, you wouldn't have to deal with that hot wing situation. Well, <laughs> what? You, you, would, because, you would still feel it. Yeah, but not as bad as on the sensitive part. The foreskin would would protect your wait, 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 penis wait, 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 wait. from okay, the hot so got, wings, from so the hot sauce. When you're going to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You grab just the the just the tip of your penis with like two fingers. Is that? What I'm wa- I'm just wondering how you got hot sis- hot sauce on your uh, on the tip of your penis on the like <laughs> on the part of it that's sensitive. Well, your penis in general is sensitive, but I'm just saying sometimes that happens. You know, people. I've heard this story before. I think Collins talked about it before. <laughs> Not washing <laughs> your hands properly from eating hot wings and then going to the bathroom and touching your ding dong and then you have a spicy weenie. Uh, I was just using it as a comparison. If you had scissor hands, you could do a similar thing. You know, you're not paying attention. You're not thinking about it. Maybe you had a couple of drinks. If, if you're and having, then you, you snip snap your little ding ding. If you're having wings. Yeah. Then you usually you get like a wet nap with it. But that's not enough. If they're hot enough. They're hot enough. What the hell is it soaking into my skin? It's so hot. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying yeah, a I, wet nap is not a good way to actually clean your I'm hands. Sorry to get stuck on this chicken wing thing, but I've never experienced that in my life. No, I'm not I, saying you have ins- to, but you've never insane. heard about it before. I do. I, I, I mean, I have my foreskin. So it have you ever touched your eye with a, with after when you're eating spicy foods? Have you ever done that? Um, I, sure. This, this this same, same, same fucking thing. Just mm-hmm. go from your eye to your wainer. Same okay. thing. Doesn't just, matter. It's not that like hard to understand. Cu- uh, just like a couple I don't know of why this is so sh- difficult to understand. You guys are getting caught up on nothing. This episode's dropping all kinds of sclusies here. Joel has his foreskin. Damien doesn't have his foreskin. Because I had scissor hands. I snipped it off. What the hell? The doctor had scissor hands. The doctor had scissor hands. He snipped I'm, it off. I'm learning more about the two of you. Yeah. Well, how how of all the years you've known each other, I haven't dropped that I'm uncircumcised with you. After all the oh, well. years we've known each other, Damien and I. You, yeah. Well, that's true. Me too. I mean, I podcast with you as well. I I think I did. Uh, I think I did know that about Damien. What that Joel was? Yeah, that Joel. <laughs> that's was it, that you knew that Damien had a friend named Joel who was uncircumcised. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, mean, I, I wanted to. That. I wanted to bring up. I don't need to bring this up, but I listened to a certain podcast uh, called Spooked recently when my friend Callum O'Neill was on, and I was like, oh. Three friends of mine are going to be chatting. I'd love to tune into this. <laughs> Not ten minutes in, you guys are talking shit as if, <laughs> as if I'm someone you all three of you despise. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I have no recollection of this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what about. you're talking about. You're talking about how I, 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 I hate when my friends don't like a movie I liked. I'm like, I don't give a shit. What are you talking about? I don't know. You guys cannot like a movie I liked. I don't give a shit. Hey, Joel, how about one more would you rather before uh, we go to the improv? Huh? Okay. Would you rather what? Would you rather eat a talking chicken 
mm-hmm. or gobble down a talking cow. Gobble down. <laughs> you think you would gobble the chicken? They're alive while I'm eating them. Yeah, that's or, what I'm wondering. Are they? Or still is, talking or is it like cooked? No, cooked. you you. They sound like it sounds like they're alive. Why else? Can you like club them on the head and then grill them up? Yeah, I'd do that. That's fine. You're you're choosing between the hit animated series, uh, cow and chicken, right? And mm. you're choosing which one you'd rather gobble down. I would. I mean, I love a steak. Mm-hmm. I probably uh, consistently eat more chicken products though mm-hmm. than I do beef products, and I don't like the. I care less about chickens, the individuals. If I. I think if I grew up on a farm, I'd be totally okay, still be totally okay eating chicken because they're gross, vile things. Right. And I would probably be more empathetic with cows. So I would probably go with the chicken thing. Just in my head, I'm playing at the tape, like what would actually happen. Um, I like, agree with you. Yeah. I agree. I think just uh just from like a quantity standpoint, you're gonna finish that chicken in one or two goes. You know what I mean? The cow, yeah. you're you're spending time. No, you're but thinking... you're gobbling down the cow, so you're eating it fast, I guess. Yeah, you're not gonna be able to eat the whole cow in one sitting, is what well, I'm you're saying. You're gobbling it down. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> the chicken uh, birds freak me out in general. Same. Same. Even though I don't eat any birds, I would rather eat that than a cow. Out of spite. Yeah, just because I'm scared of birds. I think that's a big, uh, I think that's one of my biggest fears. I uh, am the same way. I don't like birds at all. I was in a play once called uh, Birds, like a Greek play. Oh, yeah, Birds. A bunch of dancers um, in the dance department at my college were pretending to be birds. (laughs) And... And the dance rehearsals, I was okay with it, but then they were all dressed in beaks and feathers, and they were poking their necks like they were fucking chickens, and they were like staying in character backstage and coming up to me, and I had to be like, okay, please stop coming up to me. It's frightening me. I know that you're women... And your friends of mine that I know, and we all hang out after the show, but you dressed as a bird frightens me. Um, Did you say, can you old birds get away from me? Yeah, you old bird. Or I flip you the bird. Right. Uh, Do you not like yeah, that was that was fly? Or? That was honestly really embarrassing. Um, no, I just <laughs> don't. I don't like their uh, movements. Hmm. Um I don't like their beady little fucking eyes. Right. And the, the, feet. Uh, the feet and the beaks. Certain birds I'm okay with. Penguins I can fuck with. If all birds looked like mm-hmm. penguins, I'd be you know chill what? with that. I'm on your side with that one, too. Yeah. How, do you, how yeah. do you feel about the theory that uh, birds used to be dinosaurs? Isn't that true? I'm just saying, like, how do you feel about that? Oh, I watched Jurassic Park 3 recently, and the pterodactyl shit in that movie was freaking me out like holy shit there was big piles of pterodactyl shit that the their scenes were oh. pterodactyl there's 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 well, a I'm couple there's really a gnarly the first one so why not the third one yeah no there's there's t-rex p in the third one um <laughs> what's newman do in the third one <laughs> he uh really gets died he nose. died in the first one oh. spoilers <laughs> yeah but uh yeah so 
Have you seen Jurassic Park 3, Cody? Yeah, I had that one on uh, DVD. Do you remember I... the pterodactyl stuff? Um, It's been a while. I don't really remember it. it. Yeah, it's been a while since I saw it. But I know that I've seen that one a lot more than the second Jurassic Park. Yeah, I feel like I had also seen that one more, too. Yeah. I was pretty obsessed with all three growing up. Mm. But uh, um, this in the second one, there's a scene where a kid... Where the dinosaurs get to San Francisco, right? And the kid looks at his window and sees that there's a dinosaur in his backyard. And he goes up to his parents and he says, there's a dinosaur in my backyard. <laughs> and that line, I think, changed my life. <laughs> oh, yeah? I just wanted there to be a fucking dinosaur. I would check my backyard all the time as a kid, hoping there was a dinosaur in my backyard. Hoping. Were you like a dinosaur I, kid? That I was, wanted to be that, that kid. No, I mean, I had a lot of like Jurassic Park branded t- dinosaur toys. I had a lot of dinosaur toys, but I wasn't like fucking dinosaur nerd that was like, oh, it's a triceratops and it just died. had a lot of dinosaur suit. stuff and you love dinosaurs, but you weren't a fucking dinosaur nerd. He didn't exactly. want to learn about okay. I didn't learn. I didn't give a shit about their historical context. I only. Right. I like only had a bunch of cars and trucks and then people tried to talk to you about engines and you're like, I don't care about that shit. Yeah. So, you know, the movie. So I love Jurassic Park, but you remember the movie Dinosaur? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That movie bored the shit out of me because yeah. I was like, they're not interacting with humans. Right. What's the fucking point? The only thing I remember from that movie is the McDonald's hand puppets. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I had those. I had yeah. those. What I about had those? Movie, those rules. We're back. That movie ruled. Yeah, I love that's, that. That's movie got creepy birds in that movie too. Yeah, I remember that. I also, I you know what? I will take back the humans thing because I also like Land Before Time as well, and there's no humans in that. But yeah, they they're they're personified. Here's here's the difference. So in like Land Before humans. Time, they're like baby dinosaur. They're baby dinosaurs, and they're interacting with the larger dinosaurs. So you right. put yourself in there, the audience surrogate. The it babies. truly is the Muppet Babies of dinosaur movies. In a way, yeah. Yeah. What, what about Land of the Lost? I never watched that show. What about the Will Ferrell movie? I've never seen the movie. Wow, you need to get a hold of that one. I think you'll love it. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I mean, I can't say that I'm like dinosaur obsessed anymore. You don't still have I'm an, uh, I'm an adult now. Toys. I'm interested in other things. I, I ha- actually have a couple of dinosaur action figures on display in my house, but. Yeah, seems like you're still into them. I guess so. Are cats dinosaurs? Yeah, I mean, I guess they could be. <laughs> I think they're probably more like Pokemon. Yeah. Yes, you're right. You capture <laughs> yeah. them. Oh yeah, for sure. Cats are Pokemon. <laughs> cats are Pokemon. Birds are dinosaurs. Sometimes you make them <laughs> fight each other. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note, we got a story to tell. We did not draw positions beforehand. Oh, yeah. oh no. But let me reveal, Joel. This what is a throwback. You are. We got the narrator. You're in charge oh, of this ship. Sweet. All I right. know that I will start as narrator and then forget I'm narrator, and then one of you will pick up <laughs> pick up the cues. <laughs> Sounds nah, good to me. That's what happens every time. Uh, I am the swing, and that means I'm celebrity. So. For me, we'll go to a random celebrity generator. It's going to give me four options. I'll have to appear as one of those celebrities at some point during the story. Uh, my options are uh, Jennifer Lawrence, 
Neil Diamond, Ooh. Hey. Paul Rudd, and Peter Billingsley. <laughs> the most, the four most famous people in the world. <laughs> um, I don't. Who is Peter Billingsley? The name's familiar, but I yeah. can't picture Peter Billingsley because that seems like the person I want to be. He is the actor from A Christmas Story. He plays Ralphie. Oh, uh, that guy. Okay. What the hell? Okay, I'll be him. <laughs> I think he directed Couples Retreat. I I think you're right. I just saw Couples Retreat as a uh, as a, a credit there. All He's right. friends with Vaughn. <laughs> okay. okay um, well, anyway, so Joel, you got the narrator. So for that, we're going to go to canigetit.com for a location, yeah. a relationship, or a word. What would you like today? Uh, give me a word, baby. Bartender. Okay. So the spooky bartender. Or maybe it's Bart Ender. Sideshow Bob. Well, don't have a... Yeah, well, he he actually... More like a Bart try to Ender. That's true. He, he never actually succeeded. No. Um, That would have been wild if he did, though, eh? Yeah, if like in season six, Bart dies Bart. and they keep going for 24 more seasons. They have Hugo in the backup, so that's true. Yeah. This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D, to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's right. Day is Va- coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm-hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine. Right. you know. And the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, mm-hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while uh, doing planning and do- mm-hmm. and putting things together. That really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety. It, uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions? Exactly. Yeah. Just open up your Open uh, it up and get it started right there. Yeah. In bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies, just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And and it's all uh, online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of like in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No! Do online. Do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com slash Spooked to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Spooked. Today. Okay, I'm going to start the story then. Once upon a time, 
there was a guy and he uh, was totally like just a chill guy, uh, except for that um, he always wanted to be bigger than him. Like he was a bartender, but he wanted to do more than that. And there was this piano player that would he would sit across from him at the bar and he would just be like, he'd say, Bill, I believe this is killing me. And the smile ran away from his face. And he says, I'm sure that I could be a movie star if I could get out of this place. Listen, man, I don't give a shit that you want to be a movie star. I'm just trying to play my jaunty little tune on the piano. And you just keep whining about how you hate being here. Yeah, well, I you're really bumming me out. I used to be something. No, you didn't. That's the problem. Oh, I wish I was, though. Hey, um, you know how I'm always standing around this bar and yeah. everyone's asking me for drinks, but I'm a super chill, cool dude. So right. And you I never just, give them anything. Yeah. I just lean on the ice machine and get my back all cold. Mm -hmm. And that's why this place is failing. Hey, I'm an old man sitting next to you. <laughs> Behind the bar? You shouldn't be there, sir. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, sorry. I'm confused. No, I no. Have... Pour your own drinks. Oh, sure. OK. Um, uh, hey, can I get you anything? Me? No, I've never had anyone actually ask me that before. If you made me a drink right now, then you would have made more drinks in this establishment than me in my 10 years here. Wow. I'll get are... a lime, Ricky. Okay. Uh, I am just an old man, though. I oh. I, I don't have much mobility. Um, I have I have always wanted to, you know, get some sort of robot arm or leg or something <laughs> like that. I don't know if you guys know anybody that could <laughs> that I could talk to. Well, I mean, getting... I don't like to talk about this much, but uh, I dabble in robotics now and then when I'm not playing piano. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't it's know that true. about you, Billy. Well, what, I, what can I say? I mean, I, I love to play the piano in public, but my real passion is building robot arms and legs for old guys. Well, I will say this. And too. gals. Mm. Old man, I don't know what kind of game you're playing, but I saw you hop over the bar to get behind here. So you gave me a, a little too many tonic and gins. <laughs> oh, my God. Billy Joel, is that you? <laughs> no, no, that's oh. you, actually. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm Billy Joel. <laughs> you're just cluing in now that you're Billy Joel, huh? <laughs> yes, I didn't realize it. I, I was did... so caught up in my robotics work. I didn't yeah. realize that I had a whole back catalog of music that I've been making. This it's whole, been second fiddle my whole life. Every employee at this bar is actually an old celebrity that got bonked on the head and forgot who they were. <laughs> I, then who am I? <laughs> well, you just started here, so I don't know. We well, got to figure that out. I mean, the what are the clues? I'm a confused old man. I don't have much mobility, and I want to be a robot. Bruce Dern. Uh, could be Bruce Dern, could be Arnold Schwarzenegger, even trying to get back to my glory days. Nah, oh, uh, you Peter got Peter Weller. You... Oh yeah, it could be uh, the the titular ro RoboCop. It's funny <laughs> that you... I don't remember I don't who I am, he... but I, don't I know think who he all had these tits. people are. Yeah, do you have justice in your heart? Uh yes. Yeah, you're but... probably not Bruce Dern and <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Then I think we're leaning towards Peter Weller. Okay, uh, I'm I'm willing to go with it. What about you, bartender? Who are you? Well, I used to be a little kid with a shotgun and a cowboy outfit and 
My dad had a leg lamp. Oh, John Wayne. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna. I was thinking John Wayne until the leg lamp thing. <laughs> oh, his dad didn't have a leg lamp. Lego lamp. <laughs> it was. <laughs> did you think John Wayne was a little kid in all this movies? <laughs> he wasn't. He looks so small up on the screen. And that's why he was able to still be alive because he was a kid back then. Yeah, I only watched him on TV and he was like this tall. Right. Well, Listen, hey, guys, we got to get out of this bar. The three of us were hitting it off. Okay. True. And we all have like a clear motivation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to build me some robot legs. I yeah. want some robot legs. And the bartender, you want to be an actor. Well, yeah. If we're going to get out of this place fast, though. We're really going to need to give you those robot arms and legs. So I'll take this cleaver and hack your limbs off. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Billy, you get to making those robot arms. I will take the yeah. TV apart and start building those robot arms and legs. Okay, all right. Cool. Yeah, I guess I guess all the uh, all the robotic stores must be closed because it's past nine o'clock on a Saturday. That's true. They are usually. <clears throat> oh, my God. <clears throat> Who knew that getting your limbs chopped off would be so painful? Yeah. Holy shit. Just three more. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, actually, that one feels good a bit. Okay, I'm going to need a bit of a break here. I'm not going to find myself anymore, Peter. I can maybe finish it off. Oh, Oh my God. My arm is working, and it's not even attached to my body. And it's, oh, it's it's hitting my legs off now. What the hell? Why are my arms sentient right now? Well, what can I say? I put a little robot inside of them. Wow, they're working better off of my body than they were on my body. I figured, you know, if we're going to chop them off, why just leave them limp and hanging there? I may as well give them a little a little second chance, you know? Think about all the money they could make us on their own. Yeah. Yeah, I'm having like Michigan J Frog uh type daydreams about them singing hello my baby. Yeah, uh, or like thing from the Adams family, but imagine if he had a whole arm to do things with. Yeah, and the legs seem to be working as well. It's kicking a soccer ball over there. <laughs> okay, oh. how's how's that uh, robotic arm doing? Wait, are you sure you weren't like Pele or something? I, <laughs> maybe. That is honestly m- makes sense. But also, it's one of my arms has a bat, and it's, it's hitting a home run right now. Jeez. Oh, you could be anyone. Mm-hmm. It's true. Hey, uh... Can we get this guy all suited up in his new uh, robotics here? Yeah, of course. Okay. Honestly, hold on. Before you give me robot arms and legs, yeah, I do want to say that I am enjoying being a, a limbless blob a right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I there's something about it. I feel a bit freer than I did with my arms and legs, and I'm starting to realize that my arms and legs really wanted off of my body, and they were making me miserable. Listen, it's, it seems like your body was holding them back based off of yeah. uh, how many tricks they're doing. Like the, the soccer ones over there busking, kicking a ball and getting tons of money. Yeah. Listen, oh, and I, I had the, a the... feeling that you were going to say this. So I converted this skateboard into a robotic little go-kart for you. That's really cool. Honestly, I, I've, I've never thought that I wanted that, but I could be a skater boy. Yeah. Um, 
Wow, the the arms are playing the piano right now. They're taking your job, Billy. What the hell? <laughs> well, I forgot I was the piano man, so I guess that's okay. Now I can finally focus on my dream of being a robot guy. Well, that's perfect because we need the distraction so we can leave here. Mm-hmm. And if those hands are doing that... And look, the legs are serving beers to customers. Mm-hmm. So you can finally oh, leave. Yeah, start- let's get you to an audition. So they went off to an audition for RoboCop 5. And the bartender um, uh, they was given some sides, and he started rehearsing with his new friends. Uh, put them, uh, put them up, man. Oh, oh boy, no, oh boy, no, 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 no not no. good. Have you uh, ever acted before? It's yeah. been a while. You got no confidence. That you, I don't believe anything you're saying. First, oh, we got to start with the slate. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's true. We do have to yeah. slate. You got to yeah, slate. You, you totally forgot your slate. Yeah. Right. Uh, hi, I'm Peter Billingsley, and I'm auditioning for the role of RoboCop Five. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But right? you, I don't think you need to say five at the end. You just hmm. say I'm auditioning for the role of RoboCop. It's also auditioning. in the movie RoboCop Five. Right. Audition. Yeah. What did you say in the first place? He said something like auditioning, something Osh-dish-ning. like that. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I mean, you're making Osh-kosh me nervous. Bagosh? With all these... <laughs> do you think you're at a commercial for Oshkosh Bagosh? Well, I think I'd do Listen, a little better at that right now. We're all wearing big overalls. But I get it. I get why, why you're here. confused. We're all well, look like we're in an Oshkosh Bagosh catalog, but no, you're at an audition. For Robocop 5. It's got to be I want hard you to for get a this torso role, to, wear, to wear overalls. I feel like they would just keep sliding off your shoulders. Can, can I just tell both of you <laughs> how yeah, much... Yeah, there's a lot of safety pins in my shoulders right now. Go on. Sorry, sorry Peter. I just wanted to tell both of you how mm-hmm. much I love us in our matching Oshkosh. But my gosh. You know, can't even I, say that right. I do, oh, man. Yeah. I'm never getting this part. I do have a note. They're going to look at you and they're like, they're not going to see Robocop 5. No, they're going to see, gonna see some executive that farmer. gets killed by Robocop 5. Yeah, or a farmer. <laughs> executive wearing Oshkosh Bagosh? Yeah, the executive of Oshkosh. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he gets high on his own supply. <laughs> you have to. Imagine, why would Robocop want to uh, kill the... The CEO of Oshkosh Bagosh. <laughs> Let me see that script. <laughs> oh my God. This whole movie is about Robocop hunting down children's clothing company CEOs just one by one. There's like wow. no plot other than that. Is he trying to get rid of children's clothes? I think he just wants kids to wear normal pants and shirts. Yeah. He's like adult pants and shirts. At yeah. one point, there's a line in this that says, I hate overalls i think kids should wear belts and not elastic bands around their waists well gosh gosh really this guy's gotta be stopped wait who i don't who, know how i was flipping through these pages but who wrote the screenplay uh why don't you take a look at the author <laughs> i see i can't flip the pages i don't have any arms we left that's, my arms back at the bar i can't use these right now. oh my god the writer is the head of moore's clothing Oh, that's oh why. my god, Michael Moore. The... Yeah, Michael Moore. <laughs> Michael Moore, no relation. No okay, relation. I'm, I'm looking at the last page. I flipped to it with my tongue, and the last page is 
every child is now wearing a suit tailored specifically by Moore's. And then the wow. very last line that RoboCop says is, you're going to like the way you look. Wow. wow. Maybe try that line. You're going to like the way you look. Oh, my God. That's the best read you've done so that far. Pretty good. I just pictured good. a bunch of kids in front of me right now. Wow. <laughs> don't um, don't tell the casting directors that that sounds not right. No. Um, but uh, I think I think you, you might be uh, uh, good here. I'm I'm just going to sit down. You, I think you're almost it's almost time. And then the casting director poked his head outside of the, the audition room. It was time. Okay, All right, get in there. Any as the original RoboCop, any advice for me? Um yeah, uh I don't know, like uh have fun and be yourself. Thank you, Peter. Hey, I just realized we're both named We're both Peter. Peters. Yeah. And you're you're Billy. Yeah, I'm Billy. William huh. Peter. Yeah, wow. Hey, William Peter Blatty, that's the author of the book that the exorcist is based on wow i'm gonna okay. let them know that as a fun fact in the audience yeah. okay yeah and that's, I'm gonna get that's back what to you that's what you fucking gym. open with that's what you fucking open with okay now okay. get the fuck get your ass in there I, hey come on in come on in uh we're auditioning for robocop 5 you're uh oh peter billingsley the kid from uh christmas story come on mm. in yeah hey uh did you know that uh, the exorcist is based off a book by peter blatter uh, I actually think it's by William Peter Blatty. Oh, but uh, thank you for telling me that. Uh, I hope I didn't bomb this right off the top. Oh no, I'm story? not asking you. I'm no, I'm not asking you that. I, I just let's do the scene. Uh, sure. Okay, so let's flip to page five. I hope you have arms to read to flip to page five. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So I'll read the role of little girl. Wait. Did you have someone already come in here that didn't have any arms? Uh, oh, yeah. He was on a, a skateboard sort of go-kart thing. He nailed it, I will say. It, you're, it, he's, he's, it, he doesn't have any feet to wear shoes, but he those are big shoes to fill. If are he you had. telling me that Peter came in here and didn't tell me that he was auditioning? Well, yeah. we it's, it's contractually, every time we cast a new RoboCop, we have to get Peter Weller in here. Oh, does it not, that, that makes sense to you, does it not? Yeah, I guess it does. We also just... saw Billy Joel, which was strange. I, I don't know who brought him in. He auditioned too? Yeah, he was really good too. But it was a little strange. He wanted to play the piano the whole time. But he also kept asking if I wanted robot arms and legs. And I was like, not really, dude. Um, Listen, I'm going to nail this scene. And then I'm going to who else some people that talking to. You know who else auditioned for this? Sorry. Uh -oh. Sorry, I'll let you get to this. Uh, but... I I know I don't usually tell the people auditioning. <laughs> I don't usually give a list of all the people who auditioned. <laughs> but uh, a disembodied arm auditioned for the part, and he really Are nailed it. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, he had like a dinosaur puppet from McDonald's. If a, he, <laughs> if a disembodied arm auditioned for this, then who's watching my bar? <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't have any eyes. So I don't know how he would have been watching it in the first place. Hey, sorry to interrupt, uh, but the oh. disembodied legs who've been watching your bar just called. They said everything's fine. Oh, thank God. Oh, okay. thank you, thank you, errand boy. No problem. He answers the he answers the phones around here. Uh, so yeah, so we'll we'll go to page five. I'll be playing the little girl, and uh, I 
there's four people who really nailed it today. Um, and I, I honestly am just seeing you as a formality because I, I owe your agent a favor. Uh, <laughs> I don't usually tell people that. But thank you for being so transparent but, with me. But today. you came in here hot, telling me that the author of The Exorcist was called Peter Bladder. <laughs> so I, I felt loose in front of you. I could, I felt like I could tell you anything. Well, I guess that's a positive for me, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, sure, I would love to have you on set and someone to just chat with, but I'm not sure what the role. I mean, I haven't even got you to read yet. But why don't we flip to page five? Okay. I'll be reading the role as a little girl, and uh, the guy next to me, uh, uh, he'll be reading the role as uh, of um, uh, f- fucked up CEO. Okay. Uh, all right. I'll start. Oh, hello, RoboCop. What what brings you here? Hey, kid. Don't you feel like you look a little bit stupid in that child's outfit? Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't you feel like that little fan hat? Is dumb, a little spirally wheel. That's, Isn't that stupid to wear? Wouldn't you rather so be mean. wearing an adult that's, outfit? My father made me this with his bare hands. He's Who's your C- father? He's the CEO. He's upstairs. Your father is Willie Bagosh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Willie. He goes by Billy usually, but I guess Willie also is a nickname for... William, that's weird. <laughs> I usually hear him called Billy. That's really strange. Willie. Billy Bagosh. That's what you want me to call him. Because I'll be... I don't I don't give a shit, man, what you call him. I'm just saying it was a little strange to hear you call him Willie when everyone calls him Billy. Like, why all of a sudden is RoboCop changing the nickname, you know? Well, I guess... Old Billy will be using his willy for the last time. What? His, what do you mean? His, why are you talking about his penis with his daughter? Because I'm ripping it off. You're just like rip I did off? the first one. You're going to rip off my dad's dick? Mm-hmm. Wow. I guess I am not going to be expecting any siblings anytime soon. Well, no. And hey, I don't want you to uh, see this, so why don't you hop into uh, the uh, other room there? I have a bunch of beautiful Moore's outfits. Okay, I'll take a look. Uh, I'll use my my fan hat to fly over there. Perfect. And hey, don't feel the need to uh, show me what you picked out or anything like that. I don't want this to be weird. Just pick out a Moore's outfit and go about your day. I, I wasn't going to. Okay, I wasn't gonna. I, I didn't want you. it to be implied that I needed a fashion show or anything I, like that. I'm I'm here fuck? for justice. Why? What about me? Would you would make you think that I would want to give you a fashion show? There's nothing about you. I just don't want it to seem like I'm making demands in any kind. You of didn't weird have to way. say anything, dude. I I just got in my head a little bit about it because yeah, I clearly. am RoboCop. Okay. I guess that's the way you sign off a conversation. So I'm out of here. And then the father walked down the stairs and saw Robocop in his living room and his 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 small daughter in a a large suit from Moore's. Stop right there, big Willie Bagosh. 
I'm gonna kill you. Oh, you you want me to say something? You told me to stop. What? Yeah. Also, you you call me Big Willie. Big. I'm, I'm Big Billy. But you think my Willie's big? Well, you. you're not gonna have a Willie anymore. Why not? <laughs> oh, oh, thank God these overalls protected my Willie. Well, let me just unbutton these slowly <laughs> and. Oh, damn it. Now All a right. medium willy. All right, and scene. Okay. Um, I do have a couple notes. Uh, I don't know what it could possibly be. I, You added a bunch of stuff to the script that wasn't in there. I also got to say, you don't have to go when you fire a gun. Yeah, in a scene. you don't. You, no. you brought a gun to the audition and you actually <laughs> shot off his dick? Yeah, and I, I applaud you for still sticking with the scene. Listen, I gotta, I, I don't want to break character. And although I, I am bleeding a lot right now. I know I improvised that monologue about the kid and the fashion show and everything, but I just felt a little bit weird about demanding a kid to go get changed in the other room. That I don't know, you know? I, I felt a little bit weird about that part of the script. It was really, I mean... It was already strange in this script, but you made it weirder, to be honest. <laughs> so the I mean, note taken. Good. Note taken. It's weird, but I'm not going to go in the direction that you gave. I think if you right. just told him to go put a suit on, it would have been fine. Right. Okay. Yeah, I just felt like I needed to. All right. I'm going to bring in everyone who's auditioned for the role today. I don't usually do this, but <laughs> I, uh, I feel like this could be. A good uh, way to end my day. It's been a strange one. So I'm going to bring in Billy Joel. Come on in. Hey, how's it going? Billy, I'm gonna you bring in shit. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys know each other? Okay, well, yeah, we uh, we go back to the bar. Yep. So I don't tell know what me that you're auditioning, you piece of shit. Well, you know, it just kind of happened. You know, I was waiting out in the lobby. You were going to take a big shit, and they just asked me to come in. So how oh, could I not? That would stunk up the place. Yeah, oh my god, a big sloppy duker right on the seat. Oh my god. Okay, let's bring in Peter Weller on Peter? the on the skateboard. Peter, hey. you son of a bitch. What you think? I'm not going to audition for RoboCop Five, dude? You. You told me you weren't. It was just going to be me. He never said that. You trained I... me to audition. I feel like you wanted me to bomb. He never said that. Who do you think I am? Joey Tribbiani? No, I think you're a son of a bitch, like I said. Okay, well, let's chill out. I lost all my limbs today, and they are more successful than I have ever been already. That's true. You did chop all his limbs off today. You got to at least let him audition. Speaking of which, let's get all four of those limbs in here today. Right leg, left leg, right hand, left hand. Wait a minute. If the legs are here, then who's watching the bar? Oh, hey, I just got uh, here. Hey, hey, I'm the errand boy. I just got a call that uh, a, a fucked up uh, little kid in a suit is watching the, the bar. Oh, OK. We're good. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Okay, seems like one of the cast members of the movie. No, actually, uh, I I accidentally put the script through a, a magical, uh, uh, like Narnia style box, and all the characters came to life. So also, so, Robocop so is around. Then? Well, because now it's going to be factual. It's going to be like a biopic. <laughs> okay. okay, I I uh, feel like just before we uh, keep going down this path, I called uh, Billy a piece of shit and. Uh, Peter, a son of a bitch, and I yeah. just want to make sure that I get in there that the disembodied body parts are uh, cocksuckers. 
Well, they oh are my part God. of Peter's, so. See what I mean? Whoa. Whoa. Okay, so now that I have everyone here, I, 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 at the beginning of the day, I thought we were going to go for a pulpier tone, but now that I know it's a biopic and that Robocop is actually going around and killing CEOs of children's clothing company, I do want to go for something more realistic and gritty. I was originally going to go with right hand, but I think I'm going to go with left leg because he brought a more realism. What's more gritty than my monologue about being weird about the kid? Dang it. I mean, no, left leg deserves it. You should have seen his audition. You saw it? Yeah, I stuck around in the room. I I think you'll be good as the kid. I'm playing the kid? You'll be good as the little girl, yeah. Um, but first we're gonna we're gonna take off all your arms and legs and we're gonna put on a little girl arms and legs. Just to <laughs> make it a the bit role, more. I guess. But what yeah. about Billy? Can he play little Willie Bagosh? No. Uh because he's gonna be busy making all the little kids' arms that were That's right. we're only casting adults. Or your prop master. Yeah, I made these. That we only cast adults to make it uh not weird. Right. <laughs> that that actually a lot of weird shit in a movie. So, that helps yeah. the script a lot, actually. Yeah. That uh, saves my monologue. You won't need to uh rewrite it with that. So and Peter Weller is gonna play like a kind of uh grizzled uh old version of uh Robocop that's oh <laughs> it's not a bad idea, I guess. We could he doesn't have the arms and we legs, could do so a pass on the like script. One. Yeah. We yeah, what if it's like that uh, Pam and Tommy show where someone plays the voice of the dick and it's a Peter Weller? Yeah, we'll just mocap yeah. him as a wiener. Mm-hmm. Not a bad idea. I say, I mean, I'll let you have a pass on the script, Billy Joel. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm the one that <laughs> wrote a monologue that was great. I'm not keeping that monologue. I'll I'll let you improv on the day, but we'll do a couple takes of just the <laughs> script. Let's say that. Okay. I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. All right. Here, now, why don't you try these little girl arms on? Yeah, they fit. Sadly. <laughs> nice. This movie's coming together. Cut to uh, five years later, we're at the Oscars. And uh, uh, fucking some celebrity is uh, presenting the award for best <laughs> picture. And the award for best picture goes to RoboCop 5. Osh, Bagosh, Bagosh is out. Fuck Holy them. Shit. Moore's clothing for the win. Hell yeah. Let's come on. Let's get my whole cast on stage. Come on out here. Come on in here. Come on. Let's check in with everybody. Oh, thank you. I got to thank the Academy. I cannot believe this movie won best picture. I. It may be because... I had RoboCop kill every uh, good director that might make a movie in competition, but I and so the only people who were left were Mick G and uh, the guy who made fucking Alien versus Predator two, uh, and so that's that's the only directors left. So I didn't have much stiff competition in the the best picture race but uh, hi billy joel here i just want to say that i made all the robot arms and wait, wait we're out of time oh, oh no no, no, no. no, 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 no. Time. peter billingsley here and i just want to say that this is the best movie that no, i've no, ever no, seen no, since gi jane so hey keep gi jane's mouth out your fucking 
name. Okay. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. But first, but second is I'm gonna cut oh. off the arms and legs of this Oscar statue, and as a thank you to Billy Joel, I'd like him to put some little Robot kid legs on this. Okay, okay, I'll put the little kid legs on the on the Oscar statue. Thank you so much for doing that. No problem. Uh, all right, guys, let's uh, go backstage. Let's let's party. We did it. <laughs> Spooked. That was a scary story. Wow. Sorry that I'm fucked up. <laughs> I guess that's how movies are made. Yeah, just you audition, and then five years later, you're at the Oscars. No wonder you guys were talking shit about me with Cal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I like how you are now justifying anything that we say about you. <laughs> that was started off when they're in the bar as like one of the more normal spook stories I've ever been on. <laughs> Slowly became one of the strangest. <laughs> I mean, I assume that you'll be uh, working this out to be a hit script. Yeah, I don't know if you can do RoboCop for it though. You might have to change that to something. It would be my pitch for RoboCop to go in there. Be like, <laughs> here's my pitch. Starts in a bar. Billy Joel's there. It's basically a uh, a depiction of the song Piano Man for the first part, and then turns into a making of RoboCop Five. And then suddenly you're thrown through the window of the CBC. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have the rights for RoboCop for the fiftieth time. It is weird that you would go to CBC to make the RoboCop Five movie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> guys, we can do this. I'm talking to Peter Mansbridge. <laughs> Isn't he been retired for a few years? I brought him in. He's in his bathrobe. It's <laughs> it's three a.m. <laughs> Third Peter. Whoa. Three Peters. <laughs> That'd be a good movie too. Yeah, three Peters. Three Peters. I'm pitching that. Pitching that tomorrow. <laughs> um, well, Joel, uh, let's do a round of plugs here. Where can everybody follow you? Um, yeah, I have a few plugs, I guess. Uh I'm Joel Baby on TikTok and Instagram, and I am uh Joel Edmiston on Twitter. As you said before, I have long weekend comedy every Monday at eight at Winona. I have Merge Boot Podcast on the Sonar Network, Survivor coming back on March 1st. And third, I am recording my album, my stand-up comedy album. Uh, I don't have a date yet, but I am going to be promoting it soon. So late April, early May. Uh, take a look at my social medias. I will be plugging it there, but I'll be recording my album. So take a look if you want to come watch that. But also take a look later this year for my album. Amazing. Well, nice. we'll be sharing that on uh, at Spook Podcast as well. And go to the sonarnetwork.com. You can see a full profile on Joel with direct links to those social medias. And uh, you can see all episodes of Spooked on there and Merge Boot on there, as well as go to the Sonar shop. You can get a Spook shirt. Whether you believe in ghosts or don't believe in ghosts, we got a shirt for you. Mm -hmm. Spooked. Spooked. Spooked, everybody. Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 